0: Hello there and welcome to the Alzheimer's Podcast, where you sort of film TV games and all that chess that there's no tomorrow. This week we're talking about Moon Knight. My name is Tom, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host John. Hello. Yes, Moon Knight. Back uh, again for another another MCU film, uh TV oh boy. Th- uh,
1: thing. It's all happening over here. Oh wow. I feel like that we've talked about Marvel a lot more than DC because Marvel has like put oh, out oh, a lot yeah. of TV show. Oh uh, I mean, like if yeah. you think
0: I think I think our Marvel playlist is on like 40 or something videos (laughs) and our DC, wait, let me have a look. Yeah, our Marvel players is 38, so to be 39 if you include this video, and DC has 20, so we've done basically double the Marvel content that we have DC. Wow. (laughs) yeah And then we're going to
1: do Multiverse of Badness and it's going to be like um, crazy to talk about, but yeah, Moon Knight. What did you think? I really don't know. All I just got from this was just a very depressed Englishman Who's having a fight with a, a mercenary who had a troubled past? And it's like in, in Egyptian mythology, which is interesting, but it feels short. The story feels short, if you know what I mean. Like in terms of everything that's happening, the story, it, it feels like there was something to explore. I mean, in episode five, it did explore a lot of things with Mark and Stephen. I would say that episode five
0: is some top tier MCU content. I thought mm. it was absolutely amazing.
1: Yeah, especially that they're they going through like memories and you know, finding out that huge plot twist that Stephen Graham was just a a character, like a made up mm. person
0: and spoilers spoilers for Moon Knight by the way. Oh,
1: oh yeah. So, yes, yeah, so, Moon Knight. If you haven't watched Moon Knight, uh,
0: yeah. We always we always spoil things, yeah.
1: Especially everything. Um Ooh. but yeah, what about you? What about you?
0: Yeah, I mean like I think, now this is basically, this is the title of the video, but I think that Moon Knight really tried to do something different. I think it tried to be something like Daredevil, something completely removed from what Marvel normally did. And I think that in episodes one, two, and five, it is really, really solid and it really works. Episodes three, four, and six, not so much. I think that stuff was kind of very standard Marvel fare. And so I think I would say that in all you know it's a show that really tried to do something different but it it failed i have to say like i think it had some really really good concepts and i don't think it's bad by any means but i just kind of think that it it teased us with too many good things and then didn't do enough with those concepts to make anything other than this kind of it was it was the kind of regular marvel thing where it's like oh yeah this is a really cool concept and it has really cool scenes but it's bogged down by all these kind of really really generic things for for comic book media yeah so i want to kind of start just by talking about the main character uh steven slash mark i think oscar yeah. isaac does an amazing job considering this is his second chance at doing a live action marvel thing obviously he played apocalypse and that was yep that happened but this is oh, but God. What a, if if this is his redemption what a redemption it is i think it's a amazing performance i love that he plays both of them so differently the idea to do the accent for steven and have him kind of be bumbling and mark is more confident great stuff i thought those those two characters were so interesting
1: to follow yeah us guys who did so well with uh, changing accents and it, it's very hard to like change accents on one spot like from being uh, english i mean us guys english was very it took a while to get used to yeah at the beginning it's like oh he's like gonna say a lot of things that Americans think we're going to say we're like, bottom water. Um, oh, no. Um. There, there is a moment in episode two where
0: Stephen puts on the suit for the first time. He's got like his kind of oh, Mr. Yeah. Night suit. And oh. after he punches a jackal, he yells, Wagwan. And it it is one of the worst moments I've ever seen, ever. I was, I wanted to die. <laughs> like some of the, I think some of the, the other characters at the beginning, some of the other British characters, it's very painfully like stereotypical Britishness and
1: uh, I I didn't like that. That wasn't fun to watch. The security guard. Yeah. 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 And then that woman at the gift shop. Donna. Donna. Yeah. Just absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, they could have just added like I don't know. Like, oh we're going out for a pint of beer. Like I don't know. Just,
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, it really was so two cool. steps away from the whole. Hello
1: Gavner. Hello Gavner. Do you want a
0: cup of tea? <laughs> a cup of tea? <laughs> how is it that you're you're english but you can't do an english accent you can't
1: no no i'll never understand it it's because i've been watching too many movies and my english accent just decided to go with the american accent and do a lot of that i don't know how (laughs) it's it's very strange i'm a very my my mind works in a very different plane (laughs) but Here's another interesting thing that I found through Midnight was the mythology. I really liked that they went through the Egyptian mythology of, mm. um, you know, the heart, weighing of the heart and the feather, you know, finding yes. out which one you're good or bad. And I thought that was a really good theme of the entire show. Like, you know, you're exploring Mark and Stephen, you know, what, what they've been through. And you can see that with their personalities and Stephen doesn't want Mark to kill people. And then you can see that throughout the memories and the most, horrible thing you know was Mark listening to places that he's been to to assassinate those people and then he's like oh god you killed all of them not surely and then it gets deeper and deeper and deeper in that episode and I really liked that and exploring Ethan character as well that was a really good thing yeah
0: yeah I I loved the Mark and Stephen are at odds at first and you would be you know if you kind of if you were Stephen and you found out about Mark and, and this person taking over your life got Mark. That, that, that makes sense but I think that the what I love about it is that they come to this mutual understanding through seeing all that Stephen's been through and that kind of really tragic moment where he's crying outside of the shiver oh, it is yeah. it, it's an amazing moment where the two kind of come to understand each other. And Steven himself comes to understand that he's the person who's who's kind of like taking over Mark's life, not the other way around. And I think there is a tragedy. As I say, episode five, I think is the best. And I think that the reason why is because it really, it goes to show how intertwined these two people's lives are in such heartbreaking ways. I think like when this show was focusing on like the characters, I thought like that is by far the best aspect of this and seeing them just kind of Oscar Isaac just act against himself for a full episode and all the things that he goes through, like, you know, we're tackling kind of like abuse by the hands of his mother. I thought that that was all so well executed. And I think I really appreciated this. Now that there were rumors that the Hulk was going to be in this show. And I am so, yeah, I know. Like I'm so glad that he wasn't because, This show, as far as I can tell, it makes one reference to the rest of the MCU. And it was so good to have something that was completely detached. It didn't rely on any big cameos, didn't rely on a big twist at the end, even though there was, you know, elements of twists. I thought that it was so good to have something that that much more detached. And I think that was refreshing. And it made this show more new and less what we kind of have come to
1: expect from the shows at this point. Yeah. It was a bit of a weird ending wasn't it because we got the whole new introduction to Moon Knight in the MCU and the one thing that I thought wait so where is this in the MCU because did you get any of that like where would it be in the timeline or was it just something that would be out of the MCU I don't know just I mean the the only reference to the MCU is
0: you know the the Hippo the Hippo says she makes a reference to the ancestral planes, which is the oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. In, in, in Black Panther, where they go to meet their ancestors. And I think that judging by that, this could really take place at any time. It could even be set in a different universe. I think that's really cool because, you know, you think about I think n- like nearly all the other shows, everyone's kind of been thinking, oh, is Doctor Strange going to show up and how does this connect and blah blah and and sometimes it has kind of been to the detriment when they do tie it into the wider thing and even the post-credit scene for the final episode didn't do that and I was very grateful for that I thought that was it was just good to see finally and it kind of does also switch things up a bit it didn't do like every other show has had this big villain twist at the end but for the most part Arthur Harrow Ethan Hawke's character is the main villain the whole way through and I thought that he was a pretty good main villain as well yeah
1: yeah he was he was good and then that whole kind of twist when you know that when they were in the afterlife in that psych ward and then ethan Hawke character is this doctor dr harrow and that was really cool you know using the villain to like antagonize the two characters mark and stephen and it was really cool like to explore that and that was great i really liked that yeah the entire questioning of their reality
0: with dr harrow was really really interesting and i think that especially early on Arthur Harrow is, is such a good villain because of you know as as all great villains he believes in you know what he's doing and he's kind of working for what he believes is a higher purpose. He, he feels like Kaecilius in Doctor Strange you know oh, Mads yeah. Mikkelsen's character. He feels like yeah. that but better because he actually has like this greater kind of motivation that he was betrayed by Konshu and he feels like Amit is the only thing that can bring peace even if it means his own destruction and I really liked him like the stuff like even like the the small things like like how peaceful he is and how he kind of approaches I think Ethan Hawke brought a really nice kind of gravitas to the character and the opening scene where he is like smashing the glass and he puts it into his sandals the moment I saw that I was like oh we immediately know that this guy is going to be our antagonist and it's not they're not going to do a twist like they did with Agatha and Kingpin and oh, no. the power broker and all those times when we've built up to these villains <laughs> and it turns out that they're actually secondary antagonists and that the real antagonist is there all along. <laughs> we didn't do that. Amit did come back at the end, but it, it. I feel I still feel like Harrow was still the main villain, and I really appreciated that.
1: Yeah, and as you said, like there's no big twists, and finally we get a villain that is still like throughout there throughout the show. And just like trying to summit on it, and oh another thing that reminded me was you know when oh, I forgot his name I, my, my the name of the villain uh harrow harrow, harrow. right, don't, uh-huh. see, I got it for you i can I can remember now ah. my brain my brain is expanding, okay, yeah, when Harrow puts the glass in the shoes and then puts it on there was like music playing, I don't know what music was, it. I think it was Bob Dylan or uh-huh. um. So, and then i realized there was a lot of music like in the first episode like i remember that i was texting you about their thor love uh, thor Love, i can't even say thor love and thunder trailer yeah? yeah and they used a lot of music and they were like oh wow they're using a lot of music because mm. i didn't remember marvel playing this much music in this show before, but I don't know. That's yeah, just they, my. It feels like since Guardians of the Galaxy, that kind
0: of time, Marvel have really lent into using soundtracks. But I think it's hit or miss. Sometimes I think it works. I really like the use of, I don't know the name of the song, but like the Every Day I Wake Up,
1: every time it has, let's oh, yeah. even wake up. I thought that was really cool. Oh, yeah, it was score. Cool. There was nothing really interesting for school. They could not give like a theme for Moon Knight. Was there a theme for Moon Knight? I couldn't tell. I think. I think there was in the
0: end credits, but I'm not sure if that kind of came through. It wasn't, it wasn't anything that made me think like, oh, yeah, whoa. Like, no, it wasn't anything too um, uh. notable. One of my favorite sequences is the sequence in the mountains in episode one. I can't remember what country it is, but when Stephen wakes up, having just fallen out of the building, and he has the scarab and he meets Harrow for the first time. And he keeps on blacking out and waking up after uh, yeah. Mark. That has was- done That was such a good technique. It really was a great way to kind of put you in Stephen's shoes and align you with that character while also having, it was a cr- I think it was a creative way to do action by just kind of not really doing action. And I really, really enjoyed that. Until you get that it's final great. moment where he lets him in and we get to see Moon Knight, you know, at the end of the episode when he kills the toilet.
1: Yeah, I really like the whole build-up going through Stephen's perspective. I think that's really good. It reminded me of Fight Club a bit. Um, yeah. But I think, you know, what they've done, like, with spin it. That was great. You know, like, when Stephen has the scarab, he-, he tries to give it to Harrow, but then his body, like, disobeys him. And then when he gets taken by the guards, he, he-, he blacks out, and then he wakes up, and then he- he's got his bloody all over his face and then hand is like oh my god oh i'm sorry and that was great i thought that was a really good build up to you know where we are in the show you know oh wow okay Mm. this is gonna be different so that's a really cool uh,
0: technique you could use that could be like a horror technique almost i think the implications of that are really cool and i think especially because they bring it back at the end of the season with with our with our third personality i can't remember their name but I feel like that can be taken further in future Moon Knight stories, whether that be season two or or wh- however they decide to continue with it. I also like how they use Layla as a character. I like how, you know, she kind of comes in and, and you get her kind of being angry at Mark is a way for Steven to kind of understand them. And it's it's fun watching them kind of explore the tomb in episode four, I think. But I do have to say, why does Layla become Wonder Woman at the end? It was really weird. It was so random. She gets yeah. she she becomes the avatar for the hippo, who I can't remember their name, but and then like becomes ta, ta, this kind of ta, taray, taray. I don't know. Sure, sure. I don't know. Sorry. Um, but like I, they become. I sorry they become, if I
1: pronounced that wrong.
0: <laughs> they become this kind of like Wonder Woman kind of. It felt like. Oh my God. I don't know. It was weird. She just becomes a superhero at the end, and it was so random. And it was like, Um, why are we we spending a whole season building up Moon Knight as a hero, and then we spend less than 10 minutes building up Layla as a hero? Like, it feels like if you're going to do that, do it, like, properly. Instead of the hippo just showing up and being like, hey, you want to be an avatar? You want to have wings? You want to have bracelets? Like... I I don't know. It felt like they were just trying to do, like, a whole... It felt like the only reason they did it was so that person could be like, hey, are you an Egyptian superhero? And for later to be like, yes, I am. Like, it, it, it felt really unearned, and I don't know why they did it. It felt like... You know how in The Flash, every single, like, Side character becomes a superhero
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. It felt like that <laughs> How Indeed. they're like okay Indeed. this character can't be interesting Unless you make them a superhero And I don't know I feel like it was so like ham-fisted So like kind of like eh let's just do that Because she's not really that important at the end of the day You know to the final kind of actions Confrontations
1: Yeah and yeah the funny thing You know in the Snyder Cup Every time Wonder Woman yes. appeared yes. That yes. woman singing ah! And yeah. then you cut that <laughs> you got that when she gets the wings yes and then you can hear a woman singing <laughs> they did the, they did the same thing it, she really was just like
0: b-tech wonder woman and it's a shame really, yeah. but I, i'm sure that they're not just going to ditch her as a character hopefully they kind of continue on oh no um, no, no. i mean her. i mean it's a very strange conclusion um yeah the it was like the action was so boring and flat there was one scene one shot should i say where mark or steve i think it was steven at this point actually is fighting a load of goons and it's a one take scene and i was like brilliant look at that oh just oh feed me that cinema and i was loving it and other than that the action felt so flat and and like you have like these regular people fighting and then just Khonshu and Amet going at it like as giant CGI monsters. I just didn't like that at all. No. I didn't think it worked. No. Uh, I, I, I actually think the CGI in this show was pretty distracting in general. Like whenever it, Khonshu's it, it there, was, yeah. he looks like he's just been pasted in and I feel like maybe if they had made Khonshu like a shadowy monster or something that didn't require you know, to have him directly in there. He would have been scarier and more of this kind of impending godlike force. I feel like as soon as you show something that's completely CGI in, in, in you know, this kind of real area, ah, oh, it was distracting, I must say.
1: Yeah, very distracting. And especially that you got that massive CGI fight, as I had to quote Deadpool. Can't you, there's on it. I mean, sure. Do we need to? Apparently so. Oh, and another thing was at the second episode, first okay yeah i don't know which one was steven referencing avatar uh yes the anime yeah he's like
0: avatar yeah blue people in it and and oh yeah the anime yeah i love that show it was yeah definitely Um, okay I, I, um, i think steven steven was definitely very wholesome he was like yes. I think that he was really endearing you know talking to the statue the scene in the restaurant when he kind of realizes that it's not Sunday oh no maybe it is Sunday and and he thinks it's Friday and the camera doesn't move from his face oh, like it, yeah. it's completely shot on him as he's reacting to everything and talking to the waiter I thought that was really good again this show really lets Oscar Isaac you know go crazy and I know that Kevin Feige has said that you know, people are only contracted for one thing, so they're not obliged to come back. But I would really like to see Oscar Isaac come back and do more. I think there's a some sort of there's a team in the comics which consists of like Moon Knight, Spider Man, Daredevil, maybe like the Def. I don't know, but like I think that'd be cool.
1: Yeah, you know, working on what what the character is in the Moon Knight universe. I don't know. The and the only instant I got from Moon Knight was which one was it. The comic that I read, Secret Wars, yeah, Secret Wars, and he's only there for one panel. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. You, I didn't know that you'd read Secret Wars. Yeah, I still have it oh, here. Of just, yeah, it's a very crazy comic. Actually, it's um, mm. yeah, Doctor Doom does some things. Oh, um, okay, oh, that's God. vague.
0: Doctor um, Doom does
1: some things. Oh, uh, I think
0: I had a dream about the Fantastic Four last night. I don't, I don't, oh. th- I'm, I'm not sure, but it just kind of popped into
1: my head. What's that I had a dream about? Sorry, um, because oh yeah, the oh no, oh, 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 okay, because I was <laughs> I was about to talk about Doctor Strange and Multiverse Madness. No. I was like, oh no, no, don't, don't, no. don't spoil it. Don't spoil I it. I haven't seen it yet. I have to wait
0: two weeks. And oh my god, wait please two don't weeks. Spoil it in the comment. Yeah, I'm still two oh, weeks away. No! So, oh, I I know, okay. I know. I'm I've gone dark oh, on social yeah. media. This is I'm I'm committing to it. I've already seen. I think I've seen one spoiler. But I already predicted it, so I wouldn't call it a spoiler. More just something that I was like, "Yep, I knew it. But there we go. Anywho. Uh, Moon Knight. Just another Marvel TV show, eh? What do you think you're going to give Moon Knight out of ten? Six. Six? I'm going to go for a seven. Just oh. for episode five. Episode five is, okay, is my okay. is my child's, okay. my okay. favorite person. Um, but yeah, that's, that's Moon Knight. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you enjoyed it, give it a thumbs up and subscribe if you want to see more. We've done so much Marvel content. Last week, we did Avengers for the 10-year anniversary. We got all the other Marvel TV shows that you can watch us talk about. And next week, we're doing Doctor Strange, the first one. And then the week after that, we will be doing Multiverse of Madness. So don't worry, we are going to get there. And yes. So if you have any questions for us about Moon Knight or Marvel or anything, or give us your thoughts on that kind of thing, you can give us an email, at alsteinfilmpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter, at uh Instagram on Pod. and just have a lovely time.
1: Y- yes. <laughs> Woo! Okay. okay. Yeah. Have a Have a great time. Yeah. I don't know. But um, yeah, thank you for listening. Just another Marvel TV show. I I don't know why, but okay. Um is it gonna serve a purpose for MCU? We don't know. We, we probably <laughs> don't, uh,
0: I don't know. Probably some, uh, somewhere down the line.
1: But yeah, cannot wait to talk about multiverse madness. Yes. Yeah. Huh. Um uh, right. See ya.
0: You got, you got it wait see it, no, <laughs> you it. My brain. we have a yeah. thing john we have a thing no. that we say every no. you've, you, so, we've only been it saying back. it for 89 weeks take
1: what you're giving give nothing back
0: G- goodbye goodbye my brain, my brain.
1: My brain no ah. my brain.